Hi guys, welcome to the Thinking Violets podcast with me, Mariam. And me, Ariadna. And today our theme is to mask or not to mask. That dun, is dun, dun. Uh, so I think we'll just review the most recent study from the University of Oxford. We already tell you the answer, it's to bloody mask. Anyway. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We should say face coverings. To face cover or not to face cover? Oh, yeah. Speaking of masks, did you see that naked guy on Oxford Street? What? There was a man who was naked, full on naked, walking down Oxford Street, I think it was yesterday, wearing nothing but a mask, except it wasn't on his face. I'll leave it there. Figure it out for yourself. And on that note... (laughs) I hope he disposed of that one. Yeah. So my interest in this um, was sparked by a really bad episode of the Jeremy Vine show. Mm -hmm. There was this lady on there and she was just so angry about the idea that she'd have to wear a mask while saying that, yeah, of course I'd wear a mask, but I defend to the death my right not to wear a mask. (laughs) And it was just like, what's wrong with you? Why are you so bothered by this? And there was just so much misinformation what was the claim what kind of things were being said she went outright and said there's no evidence that masks work for example i kind of got really bothered by it and i felt like the discussion about masks seems to be a bit like oh nobody really knows so we might as well not wear it what's the point and i don't think that from this moment in time that this is what the situation is with masks yeah i feel like with the mask wearing there there wasn't any conclusive evidence that it benefits from the off until much later on. I feel like there was, um, between January and March, there wasn't a sense of, oh, wearing masks is, is beneficial. But I think mid-March onwards, authoritative places like The Who and... Who are you? But yeah, I forgot my point, but yeah, essentially. I feel the guidance wasn't super clear, especially between January and March, compared to washing your hands. No one questions washing your hands, like wash your damn hands, people. Yeah, so there are sort of some underlying issues in this. And the first one is that knowledge in science is always evolving and always changing. And that's the nature of science. As we learn new things, we either revise our original statements or we improve them or we confirm them. Um, So science is not static. Like, yeah, exactly. A static body of knowledge. With that thing aside, I think a lot of the inconclusive evidence was based on research that was doing basically experiments. So what they call randomized controlled trials. Right. Okay. In controlled settings. So you give one group masks and then you maybe give another group no masks and then you kind of compare the results and see whether one group was more likely to get infected than another. Mm-hmm. Like This is how I imagine this kind of research probably works. And on, on that basis, they couldn't prove a statistically significant difference between the two groups or there were sort of too many conflicting findings so yeah. some studies found differences and some studies didn't but what this oxford study a study recently published by the university of oxford in july 2020 right that's the one yep 
Yeah, you're saying that maybe the issue of masks is not one in which randomized control trials will be able to prove or disprove it. You know, we, we don't do tests of whether coughing into your elbow works or whether social distancing works. And yet they're part of government advice because we kind of assume they work or we know they work from other types of evidence. So the same could be said of masks. So we shouldn't be looking at these sort of trials, but be looking at international experiences. And then they find that on the basis of this broader set of evidence and this broader set of research and different studies that they uncover, you can conclude that A, wearing a mask protects you, the wearer, and B, it reduces virus transmission when you wear it. Mm. So it protects others from you. So it works both ways. They, that's what this Oxford literature review seems to be concluding. Mm. I feel there's definitely so how this translates into policy making as well, because you had some countries which have been used to dealing with SARS type viruses and wearing masks it's it's not a big deal to ask the population to wear a mask <laughs> whereas i think in britain there's a sense of this is not what we do and you saw that borne out in your woman there on jeremy vine show mm -hmm. and i've even heard this in parliament as well like this we're british like we just don't do these things we don't cower and we don't give in to fear and we don't you're depriving me of my liberty like what is this there was definitely a sense of indignation and the fact that we, despite all this various evidence there was no clear policy recommendation and that comes from leadership like yeah i mean i was in the shops before the masks were mandatory literally a couple of days before mm -hmm. most people were not wearing masks and then i was in the shop yesterday and most people were wearing masks so clearly making masks mandatory whether or not people think that's what should be the case or not encourages most people to actually wear the mask mm. because then you look like you're sending out a specific message if you're not wearing a mask and so that's really important because if you're trying to encourage a change in public behavior you have to make it as social as possible yeah. shame on you yeah. yeah you're the odd one out and no one likes being the odd one out this is how human beings work so uh, i can't remember the exact study but i've heard of this before where so there are two groups of people. One group of people think that they're there for another reason. For example, they're waiting for right. something or that the experiment is about slightly something okay. else. And another group of people know that this experiment is about seeing whether crowd mentality or like peer pressure is yeah. a thing. So they had to pretend that there were also participants who had received exactly the same instructions. And all they did was like sit in a room waiting for like an interview, for example. And then what would happen is smoke would start coming through yeah. the doors, you know, like, like fire. Mm -hmm. And so the group of people who were part of the experiment had to pretend that nothing, everything was normal, stay in the room. pretend that it's not happening okay. and stay in the room and don't mention it. Don't say anything about it. Just pretend it's not there, yeah. no matter what happens. And the other group of people who didn't realize they were part of this particular experiment, they were sort of being investigated. How will they react? Yeah. And it turns out that when there is a majority of people doing something, even if that thing is irrational, which is not running, opening the door to check if there's fire, not running out the building that looks like it's clearly on fire, mm -hmm. the other people will subconsciously go with the flow. Yeah. So they won't actually do the thing that's rational, which is to evacuate. Yeah. 
they will sit it out because everybody else is sitting it out so therefore surely it's okay and it got to the point where they couldn't see very well because there was so much smoke in the room and they still sat there like chilled out Mm. it's very very few people who can beat this kind of crowd mentality this is why if you want to make behavioral changes you have to make it really social and you have to make, make people feel like the majority of people are doing this the default action is to do what everybody else is doing. Yeah, it's true. And um, there was a discussion about this regarding the advice given to government early, back in March or whenever, saying, were there enough behavioural scientists around the room? Yeah. Are there, are there enough one economists? Are there enough behavioural scientists? Is it all just epidemiologists and medical officers? And there was There is a unit in government that looks at that like i think it's called the nudge unit yeah you know it i thought it was like the behavioral insights team or something yeah Yeah. that's the one it just comes from the top this comes from this requires leadership um that there's something talking about said like you know in italy compliance with mask wearing was about 84 percent yeah in the u.s apparently 66 percent well you wouldn't think it. so it went against expectations yeah and in spain 64 percent so people are worried like oh the public are not going to take up with this there's going to be riots and by a lot, they did. The majority did, yeah. I mean, that's a classic example. Donald Trump was so against the idea of wearing a mask. Like, you will never catch me wearing a mask back in March. And then maybe somebody somewhere sat next to him and said, look at your poll numbers. People are dying in these red states. <laughs> People are dying in these flyover states. You need to start changing your tack here because your approval ratings are going down as opposed to because this is what experts have concluded. <laughs> I saw this graph everywhere, uh, but it turns out that the source for it is YouGov. And this is from an article f- um, on the 14th of July in the BBC. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just showing the percentage of people who say they wear masks. So like based on the YouGov poll of at least a thousand adults in each country. And on this graph, for example, Singapore comes out at top as 90% of the people surveyed in July. Mm-hmm. by YouGov so that they're wearing masks in Japan 86% France 78% United States 73% so these kind of like super high figures pretty good yeah and then you have UK 36% oh. and Australia 20% okay why are people so bothered by not wearing a mask I, I saw a really good post um, from uh, so an account that I follow on Instagram which said if you can obviously wear a mask because it's a temporary inconvenience for you and at a maximum you could actually save someone's life mm-hmm. possibly your own but most likely other people's yeah nobody likes to think of themselves as being full of disease mm-hmm. mm. yeah <laughs> I'm a super spreader Steve back in February March who was that? He was a guy who came from Italy. I think he went to Singapore and Italy. Honestly, his face was just plastered everywhere. Like, this is the guy, people. This is this is, this is the different. guy. This is the guy. Look how where we are four months on. It's crazy. But yeah. No, I, I don't know. I don't know why. Because um, people are really fighting not to wear a mask in America, aren't they? <laughs> in some places. Yeah. You could say possibly there's some kind of economic concern there. Because I know that my friends in Germany are saying that people are now considering not making masks mandatory in shops because they feel some people feel that it reduces the number of visitors yeah. because people are like it's kind of a symbol of concern maybe or it's a it's an additional barrier maybe I've definitely heard like well again this is anecdotal of people who've gone to uh, restaurants or into town shopping 
and seeing people not wearing masks and they found it reassuring <laughs> whereas I'm out I'm like oh my god why are you not wearing a mask <laughs> because they feel yeah. like well this just feels odd I don't like it you know whereas I'm just like wear that mask <laughs> so I don't know it's a lot of it's based on like personal choice why should I be forced to wear a mask Mm-mm. I'm the master of my own life and I calculate my own risks you can't tell me to wear a mask whereas actually the purpose of a mask is to protect other people and this is some a point that some people just don't seem to get you wear a mask or you should wear a mask to protect other people so it's not just a case of personal choice personal this is the social element comes in there is a duty to protect yourself and others around that so it's a yeah it's a social thing and there's one thing that we've forgot to mention is um resources there was a point when you couldn't get a mask for love or money <laughs> people were selling them at extraordinary prices and I feel like around March time there was a masks and hand sanitizer. <laughs> and also they kind of said oh don't buy masks because the uh, medical services need exactly. them. Exactly so you're kind of thinking well if you're doing the right thing you don't want to overwhelm the health service don't come and stockpile masks. <laughs> There's a thing now called maskne, which is like acne. Oh, maskne! You're getting like little spots and stuff. Chin rashes. Chin rash. Yeah, because it's like prime conditions for skin problems because it's all moist. Oh, I hate that word. Moist. It sounds like the word. It's onomatopoeic. Moist. (laughs) Because it's all uh, humid and closed it's really bad for your skin and people are experiencing skin problems now there'll be a product coming to a high street drugstore near you to deal with that <laughs> there already are i think in are south they? korea and, and other places there are already sort of special like moisture masks yeah moisture masks apparently you should wear lightweight water-based moisturizer in order to prevent that right. if you're worried what do you think the masks mean for the makeup trade that's interesting because I don't know about you. I mean, I know we said in our last podcast that mm-hmm. I'm going to try and put more of a routine and learn new skills and do makeup mm-hmm. things. And well, let's face it, this half of my face is not getting any attention. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting. My flatmate went out yesterday and she literally did half her face. Yeah. She did her eyebrows, top half of her face and the bottom half. She did not because she wore the mask the entire time. That's exactly what they're saying. So they're saying that it's going to mean quite different things for the makeup trends. So contouring is out and then like big, bold eye makeup and like uh, obviously very styled eyebrows. Oh, okay. Right. So Um, less of the glossy lips and the contour, more of the eyeshadows. Eyeshadows up, gloss and lipsticks down. I challenge us to do a mask selfie for our Instagram okay, account deal. With, with these big trends, like big makeup, uh, big bold eye makeup yeah. and styled. Eye- I have no eyebrows, so I can't really style Too much eyebrows. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> so shall, shall we do it? Shall we do Let's it? do it. Fun. Yeah. Have you got any cool masks? I do. So a friend of mine is a, like a designer and she... Um, she made some masks from African, well, Ghanaian kind of fabrics. So Ooh. that is my, if I'm feeling funky. So I do wear the blue standard ones that you can buy. And then the kind of Ghanaian print mask on top. On top? So you double I up? double up, yeah. Oh, that's good. 
does your friend sell these masks or does she only make them for like friends and family she sells them online yep let's big her up big her up um yes the the website is called shira online s-h-e-r-a-h online what's her instagram tag the same i believe shira underscore online she she doesn't usually make masks put it that way but when when we knew that this um, lockdown was happening i said to her girl start making masks and you know yeah so she did made a few for us um but she she can make them very nicely that's awesome Mm. So you can buy her masks online and they're they're all made of, is it? Ghanaian fabrics, Ghanaian prints and cloths. That's really cool. Yeah. I wear, um, I have those blue ones, mm. but we also bought some ones from Adidas. Um, I'm not sure how good they are. They're just black with the Adidas logo. Mm. And it's like, it looks a little bit like a muzzle. <laughs> <laughs> it looks really mean. <laughs> like you look really angry, but they're really good fit for the face. So they're a little bit tight on the ears, but the actual fit on the face is probably the tightest one, like comfortably mm, tight. That's it, isn't it? Also a, kind of elasticy. I see people sometimes when they're wearing a mask, they'll have it on the chin just, and then they'll be chatting. And then the chin the mask. The chin mask is just going, it's just at the chin going. <laughs> and then. Um, yeah, the chin mask and then the nose mask, yeah. which is like under the nose. Yes, yeah. <laughs> lifting it up, say, oh, hello, you all right? Talks to people, then they put it back up again. <laughs> on off, on off, on so off. Bad. Okay, on that basis, let's review from the same study because they do actually say which masks are good or like they give you recommendations because not all masks are or not all face coverings are created yes. equal. Did you know this? Do you, do you know anything about this? I've heard masks with various letters and numbers. Tell me, what, what is it? Obviously, those are like medical grade masks. So, those aside, mm-hmm. So the masks that average people can buy or make themselves. Do you know, you know, what makes a better mask? Um, For example, what kind of fabric? Cotton. Yeah. yeah. So high grade cotton Ooh. is the best. I don't know what that means. Probably high thread count. Okay. Egyptian cotton. Quite thick cotton. Okay. Uh, multiple layers. See, double up, double up. I think like maybe like two or three, maybe more. Yeah. And apparently also particularly effective are kind of hybrid layered masks which is like for example a layer of cotton a layer of silk a layer of flannel flannel flannel, yeah um flannel flannel Flannel. (laughs) moist flannel um yeah and um apparently they can provide over like 95 percent filtration which is pretty good okay Silk. So yeah, if you can hmm. use different types of natural material, uh, natural fabrics, with cotton being somewhere in there, and then silk is a good one. Sounds a bit posh okay. though. Ooh, silk. Yeah, I know. I've got silk lying around. Mm. Got my nice scarves, you know. Yeah. I don't know chop them and up. also the question is which, which layer would go first? Does it matter? I feel like the cotton would be on the front and also the back, and in between you'd have silk. Yeah, okay, good good shout. Other layers. So maybe pass that down to your mask entrepreneur friend. Mm. And that, that would be like next level mask game. Yeah, she does put disclaimers on her website because she's a doctor by day. So yeah. She's like, listen, people, don't go and buy the ones that we need. Oh, that's, that's good. Yeah. Oh, you, you could do some really aggressive ones like Mad Max kind of like you could put like spikes on your mask and then like you send know, a I'm message. Sure, like, 
some designers have got that. Did you see one by Boohoo? No. Is it Boohoo or Misguided or one of these brands? Yeah. And it was just like a mesh mask. Oh, no. Like £15. <laughs> with Diamante on it. Oh, no. That's and I was just so like, bad. Clearly, it's somebody doing a music video because why on earth would you? Oh. <laughs> anyway. Okay, if you yeah. could design a mask right now, what, what would you design on the front of it? I don't know. Probably something quite generic, like some teeth. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's good. Like some massive teeth, probably like a or like a clown or something, or oh, like uh, very... I'd, I'd put like vampire fangs. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Just a bit a clown one. That's really scary. I know. Like... <laughs> <laughs> it behavior look like Pennywise. Like post twenty twenty sort of horror films. Yeah, or like anonymous type thing. I don't know. Um, or like you could do like an emoji mask you know like my favorite emoji is the one with like the wide teeth which is like like you know yeah like... that one i love that one what does that emoji mean to you does it to does me it, it means mean... like that sound yeah <laughs> i also like its cousin which is the blue one with like frozen which is like complete like oh yeah i can't cousin. imagine that's a really nice sound to to hear on your podcast yeah, sorry, people. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. So there you go. There's your advice for which masks are superior. But apparently, like any any face covering is better than nothing. But the worst mm-hmm. one is like a scarf. Oh, so literally like the Johnny Depp type stuff, the bandana. Yeah, that's the worst one. So you want it to be like a good fit for your face, and then uh, maybe multi-layered, and then uh, pre- preferably a hybrid combination of fabrics so johnny and amber you need to fix up your mind yeah they're just they're just making like life worse for themselves yeah that's a whole nother podcast (laughs) my friend (laughs) but the main message is it's better than not wearing it yeah it's definitely way better and i think you have to remember that a really big part of it is not spreading it to someone else because you could be you could be asymptomatic you could be pre-symptomatic. Yeah. And the whole point is that they, they've now proven that it hovers in the air. Oh, I hated seeing those simulation studies. Yeah. I was disgusted. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, it's following me in the supermarket, across the tin aisle, across the cereal aisle. <laughs> <laughs> Come, my little germ friends. <laughs> and apparently what reduces the effectiveness of masks is not understanding how the virus works, mm. underestimating the risk to you and to others mm. and having little trust in experts and government oh god those three things are what make a mask less effective last one's interesting because we've talked about trust in politics and democracy and whatnot and in leaders haven't we the anti-vaxxers <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole other podcast <laughs> oh, what no. the hell am i seeing <laughs> So what what are the biggest takeaways we've had from this discussion? Well, for me, first and foremost, the evidence is clear that wearing a face covering is an effective way to reduce the source of transmission. You protect yourself and protect those around you. So I would say wearing a mask is a part of your civic duty. Right? Don't be selfish. What, what, what about you? Number two. I was about to say, wear that mask. I'm going to wear a mask. Are you going to wear a mask? Somebody stop me. (laughs) (laughs) 
uh, yeah, with a clown face on it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, yeah, wear the mask. Wear the mask. Wear the mask. Obviously, some people cannot wear masks. <laughs> Therefore, I, I don't feel like we should be running up to people and saying, how dare you not wear a mask? Oh, yeah. But vast yeah. majority of people know but, what to do. Yeah. If you can wear a mask because no medical or mental conditions inhibit you, then do so. So what kind of mask should people be wearing? What's the number two thing you've taken away? Well, let's see if you remember my teachings. High-grade cotton, a layer of flannel. I don't want it to be moist. And then a layer of cotton (laughs) as well on top. Boom. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. High-grade cotton, multiple layers, preferably different types of natural fabrics, cotton, silks, flannel. (sighs) Flannel. Oh God. What's the last one? Yeah, we haven't mentioned this, but uh, it's important, uh, and the study does emphasize this: is that wearing a mask is only effective when it's part of a combination of different tactics to reduce the transmission of the virus, and those include washing your hands, yeah. sanitizing your hands, and social distancing, yeah. and masks. So at least a three-pronged strategy that each individual should subscribe to and adhere to on a day yeah don't basis. be out here wearing a mask and then your hands are just touching everything which way and there's no hand washing yeah don't be chin masking that stuff and no one knows yeah, masking mask surfing on the chin and speaking of which apparently yeah you should try not to touch the outside of the mask once it's on ah okay i think I... um because obviously that could be full Ooh. of germs so when you take the mask off you should try and very carefully take it at the ears and then not touching the outside of the mask, very carefully put it away. Yeah, so be careful when you take the mask off. Yeah. On the note of getting a mask, check out these fantastic masks that Mariam's friend... Well, her name is Jess, but uh, the, her shop is called Shera Online. S-H-E-R-A-H underscore online on Instagram, on the interwebs. Very cool, cool... African Ghanaian print masks. You look fly. Talk of the town. On a final note, we are going to do the mask oh, selfie. Yeah, the mask. Hashtag no mask knee. Yes, no mask knee. Check out our Instagram for that. Um, I'm going to have fun putting on proper makeup for the first time in <laughs> four months. So you've been listening to the Thinking Violets podcast with me, Ariadna. And me, Mariam. From our socially distanced zoom chats yeah good luck with your mask wearing 